You know, as a guy who took Spanish for three years, I didn't retain much of any of it. <laughs> I have to, and three years is a long time, especially when you're a child, and that's when you learn the most things really well. But I didn't retain a lot. It's hard just learning it in school or through textbooks. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. They are a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. You can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. I started Rosetta Stone, and my Spanish skills have definitely improved. I can now say muchas gracias. It's really a better way of learning a language. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comedy Bang Bang listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off, visit rosettastone.com slash comedy. That's rosettastone.com slash comedy. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Me and you, pee and poo, it's time to ruin the family stew. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Thank you to Piss Pants Magoo for that catchphrase submission. God, they get worse and worse with each passing year. Uh, welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. This is uh, a podcast. How, uh, this is the podcast. It used to be the podcast where we talk to interesting people. Uh, too many podcasts started doing that. They The people got too interesting. We had to move on. It's now Humanities Podcast, parentheses, and the Animal Kingdoms. We may move on to plant life at some point, but uh, welcome to it. My name is Scott Ackerman. I am the host, and uh, we have a great show coming up a little later. A little lady. That's right. We do have a little lady. We have a commercial spokesperson coming up a little later. Uh, we also have a magical being. That's very exciting. Uh, so we're really running the gamut here uh, of guests. But um, hey, look, stars are back. The strike is over and stars are back. Yes, during the strike, we had a lot of authors and this happens to be an author. We had a lot of comedians touting their specials. He's a comedian. He has specials. But look, he is a star nonetheless. He had a TV show. Yeah. Should right? I go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. How many eps? I would call it a six-run ep <laughs> on what is now the Comedy six Central. Run. A six-ep run on what is now the Comedy Central app. <laughs> That's right. I saw it on Comedy Central proper, I believe. No, it was on Comedy Central yeah, proper. But can... is Comedy Central 
more than an app at this point. I don't know what it is at this point. It's I'm, a brand. I'm here to take it down a notch. That's right. right He's here Comedy to take Central. it down at least one notch. Should have given me that seventh app. <laughs> you really wanted seven, and they just said, no, we're going to leave it at six, which is a more traditional order, and I you said, were upset. I said my vision it was for a talk show is seven episodes, mm -hmm. and they wouldn't even allow that. He uh, also rapped in that show. Uh, I saw him rap with... Uh, that was a colossal mistake. <laughs> Let me just... I can say that. I remember the first step. Uh, it was you and another white person rapping. Well, it was MC Search. Yeah, which is, which is all right, from third base. It would, the idea of the bit was, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny to do a rap about cultural appropriation by two white rappers? Yes. So it was supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, yes. but it was not red as no, I didn't read cheek. it that way. I it read was it read as, as like, we are tongue, cool. I read it as tongue firmly out of cheek going to to anyone who... Uh, so you is, liked is, the bit, Scott? Or did I loved you? It. No, I loved it. I actually did love it. I still remember it. <laughs> there we go. And it was years and years ago. Well, MC Search is a, is a, is a legend. I would he say is. He's a cultural appropriation he, legend. He boasted during the rap, I remember, uh, saying he gets a pass, a uh, hood pass, I believe, for uh, having uh, produced uh, Illmatic. Is he that did, right? He did, in fact, produce Illmatic. Executive yes. produce, though. I mean, I, they say they say he discovered. <laughs> what does that mean? He discovered. <laughs> I've executive produced TV shows that never showed up to. You tell me, what does it mean? <laughs> never spent a day on set. Please welcome. Um, oh, by the way, he has a book. He is an author. Please welcome uh, Moshe Kasher. Hello. 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 It's it's a pleasure to be back. I really should have said the title of your book, but I was so far down the road into saying your name, I just aborted and just. Uh... My name is the kind of name that inspires that kind of anxiety in people, <laughs> really in Gentile is. people having to say it. I can understand. <laughs> it that. is. Did I did I nail it? By the way, you because nailed it i know i know i did well, I, we've known I've each other to, for a long time i know and i've had to say it many times but, yeah but then you get you get into these uh, uh feelings where you're like have i been mispronouncing his name the entire time no i've been saying it right no i'm gonna be honest with you i had a book release last night uh, a, a book event last night and my family was there <laughs> and they and said were, it wrong <laughs> no there were, there were cousins and i knew their name i'm so filled with anxiety about getting people yeah. i didn't write their names in the books when i signed it they're all deaf they will not hear this right and so i feel comfortable <laughs> so saying okay. it I Although we'll get we'll get a transcript out to them if they no, want to. <laughs> please don't. But they, I didn't write their names in the book because I was afraid maybe I'd write my own cousin's name wrong. We have to do away with names. I have said I like this, this repeatedly. People should be like you should be able to identify someone by just their physical characteristics, and and should those change? Then the person's quote unquote name would change as well. That sounds so cruel. Like hello, ten pounds heavier. Oh, no, they would call me Big Dick Mosh, but I get what you're saying. Oh, okay, yeah. I see. Yeah. I, um, I brought it there, guys. I you, brought it there. You did. Um, and uh, we have known each other a long time, but I've seen no evidence of that. But No, uh, we've, been, we've been to plays together. That's right. In fact, Scott, I was thinking about this because part of the book, it's called Subculture Vulture, mm -hmm. a memoir in six scenes. And it's like a history and a memoir of the six kind of universes that created who I am. Mm -hmm. And those universes are AA. I got sober when I was 15. Hasidic Judaism. My dad like became born again after my parents split. And I spent six weeks a year cosplaying as Tevia, the milkman. Um, <laughs> uh, deafness and sign language interpreting. My whole family's deaf. I was a sign language interpreter for 15 years. Raves. I was a rave promoter, rave DJ, and sober ecstasy dealer in the early 90s in San Francisco. <laughs> Burning Man. I worked there for 15 years. And last year was my 24th time there. And then, of course, stand-up comedy. The reason I'm able to write a book in the first place. And I was thinking a lot about my past. Uh, as I wrote this book and as I was coming here, I was thinking in my early days of, of coming down to LA from San Francisco to do sets, I got a set on comedy, bang, bang, knee, uh, comedy, uh, comedy death, death, right? Right, yes. And I remember I did a set and then you posted on, um, a special thing about my set. And it wasn't even, I wouldn't even say it was positive. Uh, it was, it was positive enough. 
<laughs> you can't imagine how exciting it was for me to read. It was like, he shows promise or something like that. And what I was I doing posting reviews of you, my own show. You were, <laughs> but you did. And I remember, okay. and I remember being like really, I remember being really touched and really excited about. Well, that. I used to give you spots because I, I, I enjoyed uh, everyone from your sort of uh, a scene up yeah, there in San our, Francisco who come down ilk. here. Yeah, who was it? It was uh, Brent, right? Brent Weinbach and uh, Ali Wong was mm-hmm. in that in that milieu, as Jess, well as Shang, right? Shang Wang, Louis Katz. That was right. Yes, the, yes. The so crude. I would anytime you guys would come down, I would I would have you on because I liked what you guys were doing. It was like a Tonight Show spot. Not sure do. why I'm posting about it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Those but uh, were the days. Ho- hopefully I, I did show you support, and yeah. uh, I've known you for a long time, and uh, I, I found uh, all of the things that you do very interesting. We. Uh, talked a lot about the uh, deaf uh, subculture uh, when we were developing something uh, back in That's the day. That's right, with Marley Matlin. I That's remember right. that. And yeah. you you were the first person I heard the term CODA from. And then when the movie came out called CODA, I was like, I wonder what Moshe thinks about this. Well, I never asked you. I, I, I sort of small C consulted on CODA uh, because I was writing on um, Little America. And sh- and Sean Hedder, who won the uh, the best director, I think she won it. Anyway, she directed it, and she, or at least the the film won. Which, it, it certainly uh, won best picture, which, which means if she produced it, she won the yeah. award. And she yes. pulled me into her office and was like, "This is my thing." And I saw some of the early audition tapes and stuff because that's like one of the big giveaways in, in hearing people playing uh, coda or deaf uh, or just a signer. Period is you can always tell. I mean, you can always tell when somebody's not a native or fluent signer. Okay, so I just watched Echo. I don't know if you've seen yeah, it. Saw it. And I have opinions on who <laughs> was good at it and who was bad at who it. Who was good at signing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'll talk to you afterwards <laughs> because I don't want to <laughs> blow up their spot. But I, I definitely thought the cast was split in twain of people who were really, really good at it and people who were just kind of had learned it uh, like five minutes before. I will watch uh, one of those movies and with my eye totally and completely on their signing. You can always tell when someone's fake. I mean, always. Well, it's like comedians watching Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Like, you know too much about it and you're suddenly in your head about it. No, yeah. Chelsea Pretty used to describe watching stand-up as like, remember the the characters in the the Matrix when they would unplug? They weren't (laughs) plugged in, but they could still read the code and kind of like see what was happening. That's how it is to watch stand-up. Yeah, go, anyone oh. said, because you're like, oh, I see what you did there. I see the structure yeah. of that. Oh, three tags? Hmm, one too many. <laughs> that's very funny. Did I laugh? Of course not, but it is funny. So that's I recognize I, it as funny. That's how I feel watching signers. But that's interesting that you, uh, small c, consulted on on Coda. When we say the small c, of course, we don't mean the big c in Coda. Because oh, all of cancer. those are... Yeah. Right. What? <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. That's not what it's about. I got, I got a cancer <laughs> for Coda. And that's how it won Best Picture. I made a deal with the devil. Um, but that's cool that I didn't know you worked on that. That was great. I was... I was, you know, when it came out, I was like uh, disappointed that something in this world had come out before because our thing, you know, ended up not happening for various reasons. But uh, I was like, oh, man, they said there was a toxic executive producer somewhere towards the (laughs) top who didn't show up to set and wouldn't stop posting about (laughs) the experience. (laughs) Reviews of a pitch. I went on to a special (laughs) thing that day after we pitched that first one and it was you. (laughs) The pitch showed promise. (laughs) (laughs) This guy still don't know about him. Known him 15 years. Um, yes. So that was, that was always very interesting. I've been to your wedding and, uh, saw a lot of your uh, family there. And so that, that's always a really interesting part of it. Uh, and then the Burning Man part of it is also very interesting. So you even went to Burning Man this year, which is the year everyone got stranded, right? Let me say this about getting stranded. Um, okay. (laughs) In general. 
It, it, yeah, about that concept of being stranded. You can always tell when a person isn't really stranded and they don't really know. The fluency is lacking. No. So I you was, watch stranded films like 127 hours. Listen, my parents were stranded. I'm I'm a stranded guy, so I know it. When I actually consulted on stranded. Oh, really? Yeah, the reality okay. show stranded. No, so I was up there and and the rains began and this was 24 times in in, in 23 in a row, 24 times total that I've been there and. It was, I would say the response that I was noticing online was like God level schadenfreude. It was like <laughs> the entire world was having a schadenfreude orgasm simultaneously. Because like, everyone kind of conceptually hates Burning yes, Man. And, and they don't quite know how to like angle the hate. It's but, like the Grateful Dead or Fish or whatever. Like, yes. you know, you hate it. You just don't know why. <laughs> well, I always and you are right. Yeah, no, no, you are right. <laughs> but I do always say when people hate on Burning Man, I go, oh, that's like you, you, you've been and you didn't enjoy it. They never say yes. So. Right. I remember, first of all, I remember reading the headline, President Biden has been briefed on the rain situation at Burning Man. <laughs> I didn't see that. And I, and I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm in a fake news situation <laughs> because we were like, everybody was fine. Yes, Diplo and Chris Rock hiked through the mud <laughs> to the freeway. Video, that did occur. But it was not. That, that is the Burning Man equivalent of getting picked up in a limo. Yes. Like for like like two famous people going, fuck this, I'm out of here and hitchhiking. And then getting on a private jet in Reno yeah. to go make their gig in Washington, DC. Exactly. But I, I remember there was one comment. A lot of people were very happy that we were that we were suffering. And there was this one comment this woman uh put on my on my Instagram it was like, it's really comforting or, or it brings me joy to see uh pain coming to rich people cosplaying as poor people. <laughs> and I thought, good slam, that's funny, but it's wrong. What, what, what is the uh, demographic of the people there? Well, because well, they all look like uh, muddy weirdos. Well, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't <laughs> Burning Man. People are not rich people uh, cosplaying as poor people. They are weak people cosplaying as survivalists. And so for oh. us, nothing could have been ha better than a mild amount of flooding and rain to <laughs> prove to ourselves that 25 years <laughs> of fake survival skills actually had some use. People. We're having the most fun I have ever seen this year in 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 over ten years because really it, it made it made the the experience travel back in time. I went for the first time to Burning Man in 1996. I was 16 years old. It was fucking dangerous. People died. People got run over. There were drive-by shooting ranges. People were setting buildings on fire. On drive like, wait drive-by shooting ranges where you practice your drive-by shooting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Straight up. You want me to? You want so you get in a car, you hold your gun out the window sideways. No, yes, <laughs> you're doing a bit, but that's that is it. That is what it that was. That is what it was. Wow. It's it. It was a. You want the the quick history of sure. Burning Man in five minutes? Sure, yeah, I can do this. in five. I, mm, I, I want it in maybe ninety seconds. Oh, 90 is gonna be hard. I can try. Okay, okay. LSD. They invented LSD. Albert, Timothy Leary, etc. Got it. Timothy Leary, etc. Hippies, cre hippies, civil rights movement, and the Vietnam War sprung out in a bunch of ways. One way that it sprung out was the Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters. Those guys got into a bus. They started driving, dropping acid, traveling around the country looking for weird shit. That experiment led to a group called the Suicide Club in San Francisco. They said, oh, we want weird shit, but we're going to create that weird shit instead of look for it randomly. We're going to climb to the top of the Golden Gate Bridge or we're and have high tea up there. We're going to infiltrate the American Nazi Party. We're going to do all these weird things, but it's just for us. It's a secret society. I'm worried that, about the 90 seconds at this point. I'm so anyway. close. I'm so close. <laughs> okay, that sprung up another organization called the cacophony society who said we want to do the same thing but we want to give it to the public we don't just want to keep it to it for ourselves we want to do these kinds of experiments for other people so you'd be like you, you know uh SantaCon? They invented SantaCon. Bill, mm. Billboard Liberation, when you see a billboard that's been like adjusted and has like a subversive message on it, they invented that. That that was their thing. At the same time, 
this guy, Larry Harvey, he started lighting a, a, a statue of a man on fire on Baker Beach in San Francisco. I am aware that I am over my time, sir. And <laughs> and I will grant you 30 more seconds. Okay. And he's, he was burning this thing on the beach. He did it one year. It was 300 people. The next year, 900 people. The next year, 2,000 people. The police shut it down and said, you can't burn it here. But the Cacophony Society was there because it sounded like a Cacophony Society. Good time. They said, we know a place where you can do anything. There are no rules. You can get away with murder. It's called the Black Rock Desert. Take your statue. Let's drive to the Black Rock Desert and let's create a festival. That's how Burning Man was born. All right, I'm reclaiming my time. Okay. <laughs> so you're the chair. Oh, you are. Yeah. It's your podcast. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sitting in a chair. Um, yes. Okay, so that's great. So now now, uh, uh, 24 years later, or, to, yeah. or this is more than 24. You just went to your first one 24 years that's ago. That's right. Yep. Uh, it has become a, uh, a, a, a just a, the epicenter of all kinds of weirdos going out and doing drugs and like taking off their shirts and showing sure. their big beards. And Yeah. No, that's it. What I mean, do you do? I don't out there, think I though, can but... add to that description. Yeah, well, honestly. what do you do? Because you're sober. I show my big beard. That's what I do. <laughs> do you grow one for the? <laughs> yeah, it's big too. Wasn't there a year that it was dangerous because your wife, uh, I, I thought, was complaining about it one year? <laughs> I would not say it needs to be dangerous for my wife to complain about it, but um, I don't know if I ever put Natasha into any peril. Natasha Legero, a comedian, uh, is your is your wife. That, that's and... true. And listen, I made a tactical error. I got her to come. Well, first of oh, all, she, right? She, she came... went to. I cannot imagine it. It was already an ill. <laughs> fit yes i will give you that but then she got pregnant um at burning man no she was pregnant oh, okay. and i made a, an incredible tactical error was like why don't you just come pregnant and she did and that was the end of that experiment she will not be rejoining us up there wow that would be great if she got pregnant at burning man that would be the coolest baby i mean yeah but i think natasha would not be her thing is she doesn't want to uh, die in a in a Costco or a trailer park, and I don't think she wants to get pregnant at Burning Man. Yeah, I don't. So, I can't see her having sex in a tent or whatever. She, I don't. Uh, Scott, please. Are uh, you glamping like, at Burning Man? Like, How do? What are your? Listen, uh, what's your situation? In of... the fifteen years since you posted that review, I've been able to upgrade from a tent. Well, I don't know who no. who sleeps in what there. Are there cabins? <laughs> it's, I... a, it's a barrel. It's a big mushroom. <laughs> um, I have a. I have a. I have my own little RV that I bring. Oh, up it's there. an RV. Oh, okay. Very yeah. good. Okay. But I started at a tent. Uh, cooking dinty more chili over a sterno stove and and dumping a, a gallon of water on my head and then I upgraded to a tent and then I upgraded to a trailer and then I upgraded to my own RV. So I've gone. But you're still doing the chili and you're still dumping water Absolutely. on your head, right? I yeah. do that in LA. LA. Sure, why not? Yeah, LA's a chili town. I think we can all agree. So you have the Burning Man, you have the uh, deaf community, you have uh, sober. Which is also very interesting. You've been sober now for how many years? Too many, I too, would say. Really, you're, you're thinking of uh, reversing it's not it? that I'm thinking of leaving. It's just embarrassing. When I was young, and I, I got sober when I was 15. And when I was young and I'd be 20, I would tell people, I've been sober five years. And they'd be like, whoa, that's so weird. That's so and, fucking cool. Whoa. And I'd be like, it is pretty fucking cool. But yeah. now I'm not 20. Now it's, it's decades. Been, it's been 29 years. And, oh, people, and I'm just like, I, I'm embarrassed by it. And people always say this. They go, what were you doing? And I know what they want me to say. They want me to say heroin, right? But I wasn't. I was doing like kid drugs, you know. What were like, you doing? What were you? Acid and malt liquor and blunts. Malt and things liquor. Like. This sounds terrible. No, it was I'm glad wonderful. you're sober. <laughs> it was wonderful. Saint Ides, yes, the patron saint of cirrhosis. Do you admit? And this is possibly uh, out of bounds in my questioning, and you can certainly refuse to answer this. But are you still? Do you still go to meetings? Do you? Did you ever go to meetings? I refuse to answer. Okay, no, I uh, actually the book is about. Uh, the AA portion of the book is about this thing that has been so meaningful in my life and that truly without question is the only reason that I'm either alive or um, 
a, a success or or right, have a, uh, a successful family have as a successful, well have this great thing that this uh, snatched from the jaws of death i have friends that i grew up with that are not in that situation right. a lot of people are dead a lot of people are in prison i i know what i which look do you like. think you would have been i think i would have honestly i could have died very easily i remember once there was a girl that pulled a shotgun on me in oakland and i ran toward her the <laughs> ire that she would dare pull a shotgun on me, i ran toward her and she thank god like disappeared into her house and closed the door i was in situations like that constantly yeah. dicey um, stuff yes. i think the most likely outcome is that i would be alive and a gigantic like a gigantic fucking loser I yeah think that's i can see likely. that more than than dead or in you prison. see that in me you see the ghost of i a said loser. it was half and half although you know i remember uh, quite a few years back i wrote online about you that yeah, you showed yeah, yeah, promise yeah. well you didn't you say i showed promise but not a gigantic loser just a small <laughs> one um so we've covered that oh, then. I, I left that's that's what i was going to say a oh. a that slowly at about 30 years old, I started to have like a very slow boiling crisis of faith of what I was doing there. Mm -hmm. And it was a journey out um, from being a, a member. I don't think I would consider myself a member anymore, but I look fondly at it as a, a beautiful and important time. And everyone's experience is different. Uh, and, yeah. and some people have never gone and are, are keeping it up. And, uh, exactly. you know, it's a whatever fits for you. So we have the deaf community. We have Burning Man, we have uh, uh, raves. Uh, 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 raves. Yes, tell tell me about raves. Raves. You were a sober ecstasy dealer. I was the first time I went to a party. I was eight months sober because I was fifteen, and I go like, I don't want to do recovery bowling with my twenties. Like I'm good. <laughs> like I need a life. And I found a. I bought a ticket to a rave. I and I I just went by myself, and I was like a little wannabe gangster. And I was just. I remember I was in line. I had a, a for the party. I, I stuffed a, a bottle of Escape by Calvin Klein into a sock just in case I had to like <laughs> fend, fend off, off an attacker. That was my mind when I went in. I'm like Tony Montana, and I got into this party. You pronounce it Montana? Interesting. It is Montana, isn't it? <laughs> I thought it was Montana, but hey, that's the 49er is Montana. The gangster is Montana. Am I wrong? I, I it very well could be. I I you know I think the layperson would say Montana. But <laughs> no, there is a Tony Montana. There, there is a Joe Montana as well. Okay, who, no, it's Tony Montana. I'm Tony. Montana. Oh, I, I think maybe he says it that way, but I don't know that we're allowed. Oh, to. I shouldn't. Oh, it's actually. <laughs> you're saying it's like kind of a microaggression that I. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. Until the moment of this conversation, I thought that was his name. And you probably never have never said it out loud. I've never re-examined it. <laughs> sure. And, and okay. now that I am re-examining, I don't even know time, that Al Pacino should have been saying it that way. <laughs> it was I don't know 70. if he should have been cast, but I had a Scarface poster in my room. Uh, and really? That was my guy. That's like, a, it wouldn't someday. surprise me if you still had one <laughs> with Natasha lives with me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Did, is she in charge of all the decor like Abs my wife is? Absolutely. My, I am not allowed anything uh, other than this room. I'm allowed to have whatever I want. My job in the interior decorating scheme is I'm like the chief masculinity officer. Mm, I yes. will walk in and go like, perhaps a, we like, could butch it up. a Yeah. Little. Just perhaps a pink chaise lounge. <laughs> maybe, maybe no. Yeah, that's my only job. Um, um, so then uh, the two I'm forgetting are stand up and stand up. And I think we've we've we, done yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. And Hasidic Judaism and, and Hasidic the history Judaism, of the Jews. That's right. You, your brother who performed the ceremony at your wedding. That's right. Is an actual a real time rabbi. Yeah, wow. he's a rabbi. Uh, but and my father was. Uh, when my mother left my father, he uh, basically was born again as a Hasidic Jew. He married into an extremist. Did you see Unorthodox on uh, Netflix? I did not. Okay, well, uh, it's about. Is that okay or is that an insult <laughs> to your people? Oh, I would say it's not insult. <laughs> I would say it's it's bigotry. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> but I guess that's okay on this podcast. Um, that sect in that show 
is are the Satmars, and that was the sect that my father was born into. So I was a secular kid, Oakland Public Schools, like regular, regular, full California boy. Six weeks a year, I would fly home, and my dad would bring me basically to the old country, put a costume on me. I'm not joking, like a yarmulke. He would get me a haircut that would like sort of accentuate yeah i had like a california bowl cut and they would just shave it down a little bit so there was a little fluff here and then he would bring me and i to a yiddish the kids in my neighborhood in on my summer vacation spoke yiddish as a first language we used to play dodgeball where it was the uh ultra orthodox kids versus the actual religious kids like we were the we were the 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 non-religious people compared to that people saying oi when they get hit Uh, yeah no straight up like i have cousins for real who have Eastern European accents, who were born in America, and their parents were born in America. (laughs) And their parents don't have Eastern European accents. Their parents were first generation. So the immigrants were like, go fit in. Then they fit in. They were feeling themselves. They were comfortable. So then they sent their kids to seminaries where they only spoke Yiddish. So my my uncle sounds like a New Yorker, and my cousin will sound like an extra from Dr. Zhivago. (laughs) And you did say Zhivago, right? I was a little worried about that one after the Montana debacle. (laughs) Montana Montana debacle <laughs> not a bad title i think we've done it I well think you're, a, all you're a fascinating guy this sounds like a great book uh subculture vulture a memoir in six scenes is it six chapters or is it i would uh, call them mega chapters they're hmm. not they're it's each it's a, a six-part book and each of them is a is a a, a history a comedic history of that world that r- literally starts at the beginning and tells the whole story of that universe, uh, but in w- with jokes. And then at a certain point, I enter that history and it becomes about my time in that world, how it shaped me, who I am as a result of it. And then in the end, it's like, what do, what are these worlds that don't belong together? How do they fit beyond just in my body? Like, how do they fit uh, to create kind of the the person that I am? And and in, then in a way, not to get too sincere. Because I know sincerity. I love it. Sincerity. No, sincerity on this podcast. That's what I aim for. I, I've noticed that yeah, over the years. That's what we want. But it. I realized at the end of it that it was actually like it was a testimony and and a letter in a way to my daughter about this these lives that I've lived so that she can understand me someday and so that she can understand what life used to be like when when existence was kind of a pinball game where you do, it wasn't the internet delivering culture to you but it was actually you would stumble in if you you know if you stumbled onto like Tolkien and like goth music then you'd be doing a bloodletting ceremony in a field <laughs> if you stumbled on a skateboarding you'd be smoking a blunt under an overpass and you know <laughs> listening to punk and hip hop like it used to feel like an accident a life and now it feels maybe more of a path and this is this is the pinball game that was me and it's like my offering to her well, I love it. I, I, I've said this to John Hodgman. Uh, I read his book and I just felt like I got to know him so well. And I wished I had a book that I wrote that I could give to him so he would know me, but I didn't. Uh, I guess I could read the Comedy Bang Bang book, but that would be a waste of time. Or but the, uh, a special thing for, uh, for him. <laughs> yeah, you sure. Could, you yeah. can really get to know you. For some reason, posting on a fan <laughs> website. Um, but uh, I can't wait to read. Oh, wait, am I mentioned in this book? I think the UCB is mentioned just and within generally, that framework okay, I feel like they're in there. I feel that, like yeah, of course. There. Yes, I think they know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, great. They know I mean you. Great. I'm going to read this. Uh Subculture Vulture, a memoir in six scenes. 
by Moshe Kasher. It is out now. Uh, and is it on uh, bestseller list? Do we know yet? Or are you getting that info tomorrow? It came out two days ago, so I do not know. You're getting the but info tomorrow. But we've been reviewed well. Imagine. The New York Times gave us a good review. The Chronicles of my hometown paper, the San Francisco Chronicle, good review. Everything is everything is looking. I'm happy. Fantastic. I cannot wait to read it. We're going to take a break. Uh, Moshe, can you stick around? Because we have, uh, look, we have a commercial spokesperson. We have a magical being. This sounds like a really good show. You're asking Tony Montana if he can stick around? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can stick around. Fantastic. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will have more from Moshe Kasher. More Comedy Bang Bang. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, what if I just said, tough luck, <laughs> and then ended it? No, I actually have the perfect gift, and I stand by this one 100%. I've talked about it. Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. How many photos do you think you've taken in your life? Four? More? Well, it's unlimited how many photos you can you can share on this thing. And I, I believe me, I've tested it out. It is super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. And that's what I did. I gave these to all of my loved ones. And we put photos of our new baby into the frame. And they love it. My mom would rather watch the Aura frame than TV. <laughs> she just sits there like watching the new photos come up. She loves it. I love them. I think it's one of the greatest inventions to ever be invented. Thank goodness whoever did it. I couldn't. Mr. Aura, if you're out there, we love you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is A-U-R-A-Frames, AuraFrames.com. Use code BANGBANG at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever have something that you're keeping close to the vest or the chest? If you're Christopher Nolan, he says that in one of the Batman movies twice. He doesn't say it, obviously. Look, this is something I just need to get off my chest. The fact that this bothers me. Anyway, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com bangbang today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash bangbang. Sorry to interrupt your podcast, everyone, but, you know, there's only one acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, and that is your dog. Take a minute now to pet your dog, okay? I'll wait. I'm not going to wait a full minute, but a few seconds, sure. Yeah, but while you're petting your dog, you can learn all about Bark, the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. Every toy is tailored to your pup's size and play style, from squeaky plush toys from BarkBox to ultra-tough, durable ones from Super Chewer. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin, 
and sweet potato. For a limited time, this is good. They will double your first box of goodies for free. My dogs, they love BarkBox. Now it's it's gotten to the point where every package that is delivered to the house, they assume is a BarkBox and they start jumping up and down. Then I have to say, uh, no, it's just a sweater for me. <laughs> and they get very disappointed. They love BarkBox. They love chewing on everything. They love the treats. It's great. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash BangBang. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Moshe Kasher is here. Subculture Vulture. A, that's hard to say. It's too hard to say. Subculture Vulture? Do, yeah, you didn't even say it. Okay, you know what, Scott? You're right, and I don't like... That was a, a, a low moment for me. Not just on this podcast, but in my life. Just in life? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Put that in the next book. <laughs> it is too hard to say. Uh, I, I think you should title it something else. Um, maybe in the paper, paperback edition? It's you too late, I just feel. Just change it, maybe? Subculture Vulture. It's not. No, it's not easy, is it? You don't like the title, is what you're saying? No, I like the title. I like reading it. I don't like Sub, saying it. Subculture vulture. Subculture vulture. Subculture vulture. Although saying culture club, that's fun. Yes. And we've said it all our lives. That was no on, problem. That was on the list. We're always talking about it. Culture club. Culture club. But subculture vulture is a. It's a tongue twister. But uh, I'm I'm okay with it. You know what? The book is a mind twister. What? <laughs> So Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, I cannot wait to read this. <laughs> uh, we need to get to our next guests. Uh, let's see. She is a commercial spokesperson. Moshe, you ever uh, watch commercials on the old boob tube? I, I love the boob tube. I, that's my generation is boobing. Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's, sometimes commercials are just impossible to escape. Uh, we have the uh, the Super Bowl coming up here uh, in just, uh, I believe, six calendar days. Uh, uh, you ever uh, toss the old pigskin around? Is this... The Super Bowl is in six days. I believe it is. Yeah, I'm I'm out of touch. I feel like I six calendar days from when this is released. Yeah. Oh, you're going to time the release to be six calendar I, days. I always uh, I, I talk in the uh, 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 frame of mind that I is the day that this comes out. So I'm, six calendar days. I'm yes. sorry, I didn't answer your question. Yes, I've tossed around the old pigskin. Thank the you. This is all I want to know. And you sit here going like, "Oh, is the Super Bowl right. is it really six calendar?" I want to know if you toss the pigskin around. The seventh subculture that I was going to. Include and was asked not to by the NFL was my time as a linebacker for the Dolphins. And That's they right. Didn't, they didn't want me involved. They didn't want me to be. You were in the D line, or uh, was that? Yep, I was in. I was on D Day. We came into Normandy. <laughs> I remember when we put, brought the the old pigskin into Normandy. Yeah. Yeah. What a day. Yeah, that was. They, the Germans didn't know what to do with it. No, they hate pork. That's like their thing. <laughs> yeah, they were exactly. terrified. They're like vampires, but for a, a ham hock. Well, we um, uh, undoubtedly our our next guest is uh, is obviously the star of many commercials, but maybe has a Super Bowl one coming up. But let's uh, talk to her. Uh, please welcome the Pine Saw Lady. Oh, Scott, what <laughs> died in here? <laughs> I, uh, I, I a lot of shows. I'll tell you that much. A lot of podcasts. I tell you gonna, one thing. You can well. smell it. Really, I'm so sorry. Uh, yes. uh, I mean, you, you're the expert in this field. What Absolutely. do we do with this? I know bad smells, and I know how to get rid of them. How, what is the best tactic for getting rid of bad smells? If I'll you don't... tell you what it is. Mm. One cap full of pine salt can <laughs> fill up 14 buckets of water. Uh, what, you, do you, one... you have to add the water? Yes, you have to have the water already. <laughs> and then you put the pine salt into the water. That's the power of pine salt, baby. Do you have to... Let me ask you this. Say you have 14 buckets mm -hmm. full of water. Yes. And you have one cap full of pine salt. Do you have to disseminate it into all 14? Disseminate. Or... What a good word. Thank you so much. That is the power of grammar. And this <laughs> is the power of pine salt. 
You take the 14 buckets, you mm-hmm. take one capful per bucket. A oh, one capful. Okay, yes. you didn't say that. You said one capful yeah. and then 14 buckets. I got confused. I thought, I thought, what a bargain. Yeah. One capful of pine salt for 14 buckets. You're saying 14 yes. capfuls for 14, 14 ca- buckets. Yes. Why, can I ask then, why do I need 14 buckets of water? Right. Why not do it one at <laughs> a time? Why not just do one? Just right. say like one capful gets you, put it into a bucket and you can clean anything. <laughs> I'm just telling you what you can get in one bottle of pine salt. <laughs> but first, That's the power. Wait, there's only 14 capfuls in one bottle of pine salt? No, silly. But there's more. <laughs> but there's, there's more, more what? More buckets? Silly. You gooses. You... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a goose. Uh, welcome to the show. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Scott. Sorry about the odor. It's, it's, it's monstrous. What do you smell? <laughs> Shit. Piss. Oh. Pine salt, lady. I did not expect you to work blue. I've never heard you say that in commercials, so it's a bit of a shock. Well, that's for the Christian television. Shit, piss, piss cum, everything yes. else. Everything else all mixed together. And you can get that smell right out of here with one cap full of pine salt and one bucket of water. Oh, you've adjusted oh. your mat a little bit. You geese. <laughs> 14 buckets is all you need. Okay, I don't have I don't right. own 14 but I, I only maybe own one. Buckets. Lysol only does five buckets. Okay, I don't need five either. Wait, you only have one bucket, Scott? Maybe? I don't even know where it would be. But You uh, seem like a bucket kind of a 14 I'm not buckets a, kind I'm of I'm not guy. a bucket guy. I'm just I would assume a... there was way more buckets in this home. <laughs> You're very rich, Scott. I can tell. You know what's on Scott's bucket list? What is that? 13 more buckets. <laughs> you goose. You goose. <laughs> I am a goose. <laughs> So, Pine Salt Lady, uh, you, you're in so many commercials. We, yes. Of course, you're so famous. We've Since 1992, you. Scott. 1992. That's yes. uh, about six years after the first Burning Man, from what yep, I'm told. about six years after the first Burning <laughs> How Man. How do you know that, Scott? I'm a date guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. April of 1992. I just got done rioting, and I had an audition. <laughs> rioting in the, the Rodney King riots? Yes. Oh. You, you were in the Rodney King riots? Absolutely. Which side were you on? <laughs> the side of the police. <laughs> LA, you were rioting for the LAPD? <laughs> okay, I'm glad I asked that question. Pine one, salt. one would assume when you hear you're part of the riots. You but... drop one capful of pine salt on a group of rioters. They will disperse immediately. Disperse immediately. That's the power of pine salt, baby. I saved millions of businesses across the city. <laughs> Small businesses. Oh, you're with the Korean American Chamber of Commerce? Yes, right? I was on top of a Korean grocery store shooting. <laughs> did not expect this. I saw lady. So anyway, but I did but that's say, all in the past. You can come into the store if you buy a bottle of pine salt. Ah, Extra okay. strength, not 40% more. So that's all in the past. Now you, uh, uh, 1992, what happened after you uh, were part of the riots? Ah, yes. So 1992 was the riots. <laughs> sure. And then in 1994, OJ killed his wife. I was at the allegedly, trial. Allegedly. Allegedly. Although we, you know, he's on this show. I, that's the, this he is? The, is? This is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> <laughs> How weird that you, a, a different guest, would be the first to break this news oh, to me. Oh, he's absolutely guilty. I'm always, I, I'm, Mark Furman is a good friend of mine. Oh, dear. I'm curious about something with OJ related. If he is guilty, what do you think he used to clean up the uh, the old crime scene? I'm so glad you asked, Moshe Catcher. <laughs> with just one capful of pine salt. One capful in a bucket, can in a bucket of clean up a, a, a <laughs> Clean up a crime complete, scene? Let's say you have slashed your wife from tip to toe. <laughs> Oh man! There's gonna be so much blood, especially if there's another person. Sure. Perhaps her boyfriend. Mm, yeah, mm. bringing some, home her glasses. Probably some sunglasses lying on the ground. Yes. <laughs> what you need? One cap full of pine salt in one bucket of water. Sure. Preferably a blue bucket. 
or Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> mm. oh, okay. A thin blue bucket. <laughs> a thin blue bucket. <laughs> I would think that would maybe be a two bucket situation, but I don't know. Maybe I should get another bucket just in case something like that happens. You should get to me. thirteen more buckets. <laughs> okay, because that's I how much you, you can use. I think you should get thirteen more buckets. That's how much you can use, but in there's one more. But salt. there's more in the bottle. <laughs> there's forty percent more now. Extra strength pine okay. salt. That's the power, baby. So after that happens, then mm-hmm. what, the, I'm I'm trying to figure out your story. How did you get involved in pine salt? I well, I told you I did the first commercial in 1992. Oh, okay, yes. got it. Oh, right after the rights. That's, right after that's the, what I was getting. I had an audition that same day, so I climbed down from the Korean grocery store, <laughs> went to my audition at 200 South. That's 200 South La Brea for you non-industry cats. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there many times. Yes. Forgot my headshots several times, where I'm like, oh, I, I left them at home. Oh, you have to keep they, them in your trunk. They give you a stern look. A very stern look. You have to keep your paper headshots in your trunk. <laughs> I mean, you did back then, but <laughs> like now, isn't it? When all was your online? first commercial audition, Scott? Uh, I would. I have to say, probably ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. I used there. to. I used to like uh, flexing and be like, "Yeah, you don't need to bring your headshot to an audition." But then not getting the job, like, I was like <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, they don't even. It doesn't matter." And then you wouldn't get it. So. Well, I, I remember I used to make fun of all the actors who would like dress up in doctors' costumes and all this right. kind of stuff. And they and then I saw them in every commercial. And I was like, <laughs> "Ew, maybe you should have." done that a little bit more invested in uh hollywood uh, props and costumes i dressed as a doctor at my first pine saw commercial audition did you really yes was and- it calling for a doctor <laughs> no <laughs> okay but it gave you a sense of authority maybe. yes i walked yeah. in and said everybody pull down your pants i'm gonna feel your balls <laughs> okay. cough to the right <laughs> okay this sounds like a weird audition i don't even know if it's an audition necessarily. that's how i got the job baby mm. that's was the this in a hotel song. room or <laughs> this was in a hotel room at 200 south <laughs> up, up, yeah. top. <laughs> up top up top above it's a, the, it's a above tall the lamps plus <laughs> right <laughs> listen this is look this is very specific industry talk for <laughs> some people <laughs> And I haven't been to an audition in 20 years, so <laughs> surprising I know all this. Exactly. That's the power of Pine Salt, oh, that Scott. that is the power of Pine It helps your memory. Yeah, interesting. So I you, just believed in the product so much. How, how many commercials have you done then over the years? 432. That's so many. Mm-hmm. Wow. You must be, I mean, I don't even want to speculate on your uh, wealth. Oh, I mean. I'm rolling in it. Really? Yes, I'm rolling in it. Wow. I have a room in my house like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Just a, a swimming pool filled with gold coins? Yes, it hurts every time I dive in. <laughs> yeah, they don't show that in the Scrooge McDuck with him going, ow! <laughs> I bonk my head. I, I'm curious. When yes. you hurt yourself on the room of coins, um, what do you use to clean the wounds? I'm so glad you asked, Moshe Kashi. <laughs> Did you know that pine saw has vitamins in it? It has vitamins? Yes. Which ones? Uh, the main D, ones? Like the D main D ones. And Vitamin D. C. E. C. Sure, those are the a, good ones. B. B. Yeah. B12. What do they go up to, vitamins? That's a good, great question. <laughs> do they question. go up to F? Hmm. I've never seen a vitamin F. If it, it, it feels like they should start inventing new vitamins, right? Like you hear about A through through E and then nothing. You know what we would take to um, to beat piss tests in rehab, What's in that? teenage rehab? We would take uh, niacin. Oh, you would, interesting. You would pop a bunch of niacin and it would, it would purge your system and we would drink vinegar. And I once drank an entire quart bottle of vinegar and Ooh. I immediately vomited for 12 hours. I started immediately and I kept vomiting for 12 hours and guess what? That I passed, baby. You passed, really? It, and that 
is, is the, the power, power of pine salt. Wow. That's you can also use pine salt to pass a piss. Oh, so much worse. Yeah. I should have just Sorry, I didn't mean uh, uh, what, what was your name? You're not Flo, right? Flo's the no, other I'm lady. No, I'm the pine salt lady, silly. You goose. <laughs> Do you have a name? <laughs> the pine salt lady. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I asked an answer. <laughs> was Flo from Progressive Insurance? <laughs> yeah, Flo, you know. So, Stephanie? so different. <laughs> Very different from you, me. Do you know her, Flo? I do know her. You see her around? When I see her, I like to hit her in the knees with a billy club. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that Flo, the name Flo, is based on her menstrual cycle. You heard that? <laughs> yeah. That was supposed to be an industry secret. <laughs> We're letting go all of the industry secrets today. Um, you know, so do you, I, I, have to, I have to ask Motion, mm-hmm. do you have a Super Bowl commercial coming up? I do. Incredible. We're six calendar days away. Yes. Can it- you Sneak it here. Can you spoil it a little bit? What's happening? I can only tell you a little bit about it. I can tell you this. It'll be seven minutes long. Wow. That yes. sounds too long for a Super Bowl commercial. You're going to love it, Scott. Are the players, what are they doing? Are they like at least on the exercise bikes trying to stay warm? What well, happens this during is the what's seven minutes? Happen. We're going to do a live commercial. Oh. I'm going to take one of the players and I'm going to cure his CTE <laughs> by giving him pine salt. Just a capful? A capful. <laughs> and I'm going to put a bucket on his head. Who, which player has the worst CTE out there right now? Out there right now? <laughs> yeah, because you should pick that one, right? <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say. Oh, okay. Liberty yes. Biberty. <laughs> liberty you know the, those people? I do know them. <laughs> the emu? Legal emu? I know the emu, yeah, and you know I know the duck. duck. The Geico duck? I know the, the, the Geico duck. The ca- the, oh, sorry, the Geico lizard, <laughs> the, and there's an Aflac duck. Aflac, Aflac duck. duck. What about the Geico caveman, a.k.a. Nick Kroll? Do you know, yeah, do you know Nick Kroll? <laughs> I know Nick Kroll. That guy's great. Is there I, a bar you guys all hang out in? Or Yes, it's called Residuals. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've been there. You know what Nick Kroll's done in Hollywood that like is probably the most impressive thing? What's that? Blurb the book Subculture Vulture. Oh my God! Is he on the back there? You guys. Who else is back? Uh, I'm trying to read it from far away. Nick Kroll, Dax Shepard, the Chainsmokers, (laughs) Nathan Englander, (laughs) Nile Demarco, and John Mulaney. Let me do one right now. Okay. Okay, Yeah. Do a blurb for the book. You know there comes a time where you need to read. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. It happens to all of us. And when you need to. I'm doing my I'm doing my blurb, Scott. Please. Okay, I, I'm sorry. Do you not want interjections during the blurb? <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. A, you can do your own blurb. Okay. You know, there comes a time where everyone needs to read, and what you do is you take a book, you put it in a bucket with one capful of pine salt. You can read that whole book from cover to cover. And this was an easily pine soluble book. Ten stars. You goose. Wow. <laughs> out of how many though? How many? Out of out of fourteen. Out of fourteen. Okay. okay. So pretty so good. Not no, bad. it's pretty good. Not yes. bad. Still oh, an A. Still an A. Um. So uh, an incredible live commercial coming up. What else is going on in the Pine Soliverse? Uh, you know, in the Flowiverse, a lot of a lot of uh, she's getting a lot of her friends on. You know, it's like suddenly the Progressiveverse, the Flowiverse is just expanding. I'm having my friends come on as well. Really? Yes. Who else? Who's coming on? Mark Furman from from <laughs> Sure. Okay, I haven't seen hide nor hair of him in, in, in quite a few decades. He'll be back. He'll be right back in the Pine Soliverse. Job and Ramsey's parents. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, they'll be on. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. Taj Maori. <laughs> Dan Marino. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Why not? Of your Miami Dolphins. Yes, that's you right. You played D Day for them. And you were his doctor. I remember you I cured his, his CTE. Doctor. Yes. I I went to him. I said, "Pull down your pants. I'm going to fill your balls. Yep. Cough to the right, and take this." Cap full of pine salt. Every time you say it, I feel like you're saying I'm going to fill your balls. I do hear that as well. <laughs> I'm like with I'm what? With fill pine your salt? balls with pine salt. Yep. <laughs> Well, this is incredible, Pine Salt Lady. I mean, uh, what an accomplishment. And then there's so much more yet to come. Uh, do you see the end of the road for you? Or? Not at all. No. I will live forever. 
Oh, you're immortal? <laughs> immortal. Wow. And that's that's the power of pine saw. <laughs> really? How much do you take every day? One capful. One capful. Would I yes. be immortal if I also took one capful? Absolutely. I'm recommending everybody to take one capful of pine saw. Every listener of this show. <laughs> I don't know whether I can co-sign that officially, but... Uh, uh, Please, officially, Scott. All right, officially, yes. Take one capful of Pine Sol, every listener. One, uh, one a day, you say? One a day. Plus vitamins, A through F? A through F and P. Okay, and, and vitamin P. P. And then P. vitamin Pine. Oh, 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 I see, yeah. And then yes. P. How and do you take P? it? You drink it or... Yes, you put it in your tongue and you let it dissolve. I thought it was already liquid. <laughs> it still dissolves, Scott. Okay. You goose. Scott, you goose. I'm sorry to be a goose. Um, well, this is fantastic, Pine Soul Lady. We need to take a break. Can you stick around? Absolutely. I've got nowhere to go. Really? What, why? What's going on with you? Well, there's no, there's no rioting going on. <laughs> That's the only time you get out of the yes. house other than public appearances? Yes. Other than that, I'm just in my going room. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have more from Moshe Kasher. We'll have more from the Pine Soul Lady. When we come back, we have a magical being. This is very exciting. I wonder if they grant wishes or... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, the mind is reeling. I'm already thinking of things that I want to wish for. So uh, I hope you guys do the same. Uh, when we come back, we'll have more Comedy Bang Bang. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> This podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, is brought to you by Squarespace, oh, our old friends, and Spring. Man, it truly has sprung. No one can argue that, and uh, what do we know about Spring? Spring is a time of fresh starts. That's right. Uh, you thought January was good for starting fresh? Uh, spring's gotcha beat. Spring's about rebirth, and that could mean starting a new venture or switching things up on your website. Well, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device, integrated, optimized it, optimized it. <laughs> SEO tools allow your site to show up more often and grow the way you want. Plus make checkout easy for customers with easy to use payment tools, accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple pay, and in certain countries, give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and clear pay selling content on your website. Well, add a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell downloadable files, head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch. And I know you're going to be go to squarespace.com slash bang bang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Remember the first time you learned how to ride a bicycle, just taking your feet off of the ground and putting them on those pedals and oh no, nothing's holding you up except your own sense of balance. Oh gosh. The nostalgia for something like that. Well, you know what? You can experience it again this spring. Get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. That's right. They have an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, including mine, poor. Uh, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Go to electricebikes.com to discover e-bikes that start at just $799. With the XP Lite, anyone can ride with a variety of models designed to be a better mode of transportation. There's the Zippy and Affordable XP Lite, a great start to any e-bike journey. And we also have the Expedition. That's right, the, the letter X and then Pedition, a sturdy and versatile cargo e-bike that can hold up to 450 pounds. 
You know what? Electric e-bikes, they gave my good friend Paul F. Tompkins one of these things. He loves it. He's tootling around every day on it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's improved his social life. He used to be a hermit. He used to be sort of a, a Scrooge-like miser character. And now he's out there on that electric e-bike saying hello to the entire community. And you can too. Go full throttle into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. Please, please, please mention the Comedy Bang Bang the podcast sent you in the post-checkout survey. That is electric, L-E-C-T-R-I-C, and then ebikes.com. That's how you get there. Okay, bye! <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Uh, Moshe Kasher is here. The book is called Subculture Vulture, a memoir in six scenes. You nailed it. You goose. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, out now and uh, very well could be on the New York uh, bestseller list. We don't know. We just don't know. Uh, usually uh, you, uh, they'll, they'll let you know on Friday. So uh, oh, if you don't boy. get a call tomorrow. Don't, yeah, well, I, I mean, this is Monday when this, this comes out. You don't want to think about it? No, It's a hard what? category. This is the thing. I worked so hard on this book for so long that i got to a state of zen i don't i mean i wanted to do well but i did everything i just feel i'm right now i'm feeling like like as as enlightened as the pine saw lady yeah and you, do, you people don't do it for the money i'm sure you got in advance but uh that's all gone i did it for the love of the game that's right that's you have to do books for the love of the game otherwise uh, there, there's really no reason to do them other than that i love writing books though i i, I really have you written a book before i have this is my second book what yeah. was your first it's called casher in the rye <laughs> the, the true tale of a white boy from Oakland who became a drug addict, criminal, mental patient. Wait, and they, then hold on. 16. <laughs> this is two books on the same subject. No, Scott, it's not. And I'm glad you asked, even though that wasn't in the form this of a question. This is cheating. No. Oh, okay, Can't... I'm sorry. I put it in a question. This is cheating? No, Scott, you goose. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Something like that. Am I doing it right? Absolutely, you okay. goose. Pinesall Lady, by the way, is here. Hello, Pinesall Lady. Say... Do you agree with me, Pinesall Lady? This sounds like he's just written the same book twice. I'll tell you this. I read both books while I was in the bath. Oh, really? <laughs> She's yes. good. oh yeah, you just you took a bath during the break. Right. Yes. <laughs> I took a bath here at Scott's house, and I read both books over the break. Really? Yes. Do, do they overlap? A... They don't overlap, in my opinion. Really? They don't overlap in any way, Scott. The book, this book begins literally on December 25th, 1994, the day, you like dates? I love dates. <laughs> the day that I get sober. The last book ends the, mom, the moment before. And Re- this so is, it ends on December 23, 1994? Well, actually, the day before the 25th would not be December 23rd. <laughs> I thought that you said I'm not December to 24. December 25th, Christmas Day, 1994. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. The big JC, his yeah. birthday. J- yeah. Jaisel, okay. yeah, yeah. I did it in honor of him. No, but, but. So, really, it ends on Christmas. The first book ends on Christmas Eve? More or Are less. Are you like John Houseman? You're writing, like, just. He's got like three or four biographies. Just write fucking one. Well, why write one when you can write two? I mean, that's like <laughs> well, because to you, I don't want to pay twenty. This is the fucking. You don't have to buy. The, this is into the Spider Verse in book form. <laughs> you don't have to buy. You go to fucking either of the books into the Spider Verse, and they're like, you're enjoying it, and then halfway through, or or at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, by the way, you don't get to know the end. Have you not heard of a squeakle? <laughs> Okay, that is a good point. Thank you. So this is like a squeakquel? It's a squeakquel. Okay. All it's right. Casher in the Rye, the squeakquel. Okay, do you have a third book in you, do you think? I or do. is not enough going to happen to you? I, no, I th- I don't think I have a third memoir. I can tell you that. Really? I'm, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm I'm definitely out on that. But I do, I would like to write another book. What, what's your third book uh, uh, going to be about? And I know that th- this is obnoxious to say. Well, uh, what this book is, is comedic history. And I got really- uh, You're going to do the future. 
I really, I really enjoyed the process of, of writing comedic histories, and so mm-hmm. I think in the future uh, I would like to write more co- comedy histories, like you know Sarah Val and Bill Bryson and stuff. Oh, have yeah. done things write like one that. about me. Oh uh, yeah, the yeah. history of Scott. Right, right, right. I'll tell you what. Write my memoir. Ghost write it. I'll give you ten percent of the the fee. That's awesome. What do yeah. you think? What's your what's your quote? <laughs> well, I, I tell you, you're going to be disappointed <laughs> okay. when you hear what the comedy bang bang book was. Um, all right, and then uh, Pine Tall Lady. Yes, uh, great, you uh, mentioned the Spider Verse. Do yes. you know the real story of Peter Parker? No, what's the, the real, real Peter Parker. No, yeah, what is... he was hiking in the woods and he came along a pine tree. Oh wow! Really? And a brown recluse spider bit him. And now he shoots ropes of cum from his wrists. <laughs> Wait. That's the power of pine saw, baby. W- why? What does pine saw have to do? It was just a pine tree. Well, it was a pine and tree, and, and that's... Uh, yeah, uh, the spider had been drinking the saw from okay. the tree. Okay. Oh, so pine saw comes... It's just saw from a tree? It's saw from a pine tree. I did do, not know do that. You, and th- and I know that uh, it's just guys talking on a podcast, so maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't say this, but do you think like Spider-Man, when he shoots the webs out of his wrist, he, he ever is like, do you mind if I shoot this in your mouth? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> because the real Peter Parker, as I said... Shoots ropes of cum. He's like, do you mind if you swallow this web of mine? I'm sure he says that all the time. Right. Interesting. Is that how you say it for cum? Would you mind swallowing this this cum of mine? This discussion has been settled long, long ago. (laughs) Would you mind swallowing this cum of mine? We're we're stopping the locker room talk part of the podcast. Uh, We have to bring on our magical being. Uh, this is exciting because it's the first time they've been on the show. And uh, Moshe, you've been on the show before. I have. Uh, uh, at Pine Salt Lady, this is your first time. But, yes, and uh, I'm happy to be here. Uh, it smells terrible in here. <laughs> so just you know, sprinkle some Pine Salt around if you can. I don't know if it's because of the magical being. We'll find out. Uh, but uh, please welcome for the first time, Tinselina the Green Fairy. Oh, oh my God. Wow, hello, Scott, friends, how are you? You just like floated down out of the sky. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. That's what I did. Wow. Wow. It's so lovely to be here. It's wonderful to have you. Welcome. I'm so glad you weren't here to hear the the, the preamble before uh, you got here about, we were talking about Spider-Man and a bunch of gross Sounds people. like not worth rehashing right now. Probably oh not. <laughs> Can I just say something? Yeah. It, Please. It smells delightful wow. in here suddenly. Oh, is- thank you. Thank you a thousand times. Is that you, or, is, or you. have you put some put some pine saw around here? Not me. I haven't started doing it yet. Oh, are you lazy? Why? I, I said go <laughs> Am ahead. I'm lazy. I said go ahead and you do the You don't tell me what to do, Scott. You don't tell a woman to get up and clean your house. <laughs> um, well, Tinselina, it's it's great to meet you. You're a green fairy. Yes. And what does I've, that mean? I've come for the child. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let's took it. Come for the term. come for the child. I've which child? Which your they, child, Scott? You had a child recently. Is that incorrect? Uh I mean, uh, not recently. Uh, depending on how you view time, I mean, I guess if you're talking about like the dinosaurs, you know, or this, it's a little more recent than that. But uh, I've come to bestow a gift upon the child. I know I'm a little late. I'm oh. so sorry. Oh, okay, a gift. Oh, oh. that's great. Oh, yeah. Yes, forgive me. <laughs> When you said you were a magical being and you're a green fairy and you said you I've come for the child, I thought you meant you wanted to take my child away. No, if you want to give a gift to the child, yeah, perfect. Forgive you, I won't, but a gift I will give. All right, Scott, are you ready? It's a deal. So here's what I'll say is um, I come from a dynasty of gift-giving fairies. That's sort of what we do. It's sort of a thing. Uh, so my sister is the pink and the blue fairy. They uh, they take sort of the big, broad gifts. And for me, I like to get a little more specific. Okay. By the way, are they are they... Colored pink and blue, and you're colored green, or what? what what's the delineation? Well, as between? you can see, my dress is green, and oh, so that's okay. sort of my my color with triplets. That's sort of how our parents divvied it up. I so see. my I my see. sister so, was in pink, and my other sister was in blue, and so it, I'm in it, green. Okay. 
it's, um, it's a great color on you, although you are a bit of a summer uh, with your coloring. What do you mean so, by that, Scott? Uh, <laughs> your your coloring is you're you're not in autumn, which I would see more as a green. But uh, so I don't know, you know. So you sort of saw my face and said, "This is what I think you should be wearing." <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, as I'm about to give a gift to your child. Oh, please, I, I don't mean to distract I, you about the gift. I have a child too, and I think you look great as is. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no worries. You well, awesome. let's see if we got a little extra <laughs> gift rattling around for your child. Pencil lady, you have a child. I have fourteen children. <laughs> really? Yes. Bucket one, bucket two, <laughs> okay. through bucket 14. Wonderful. Let's see what gifts I got rattling around here. Okay, Scott, I thought long and hard about this. And what this do is we the have? gift that I landed on. Are you ready? I'm ready. The gift on which I bestow your child is that they shall sleep for four days a year, twice a year, but they'll never know when, so they get to stay awake for the rest of the year. Mm. Hey, hold on, hold on. Oh, this is a lot of math. That is the gift on which I bestow your child. You're welcome. So wait, sleeping four days a year straight? Twenty-four Your hours child a day? will only have to sleep four days a year, twice a year, consecutively, and then they have the rest of the time to be free and do activities and frolic okay, and do I, art and painting and literature. I mean, that's a, honestly, that's the kind of gift I would like for myself, but uh, uh, here's the problem that I see. I'm going to have to be s- asleep, and if my child is not sleeping, there's no one to watch her, which means then I'm just the mind is reeling at the possibilities. It means then my wife and I are going to have to alternate sleeping. We're never going to be able to sleep like at the, the same gift. time. I, oh, well, it's not that I don't like the gift because I think it's cool. Um, okay. Well, but, I have a few other gifts. I guess I could. Yeah. I, I mean, this one is maybe can. not the okay. greatest fit for our lifestyle. Our lifestyle is we like to sleep at night. Oh, weird. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. So, okay, I guess I'll go through another gift. We're not out Scott rioting. doesn't like the gift. Time for a new gift. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, this is a fan favorite. Are you ready? Oh, okay. Yeah. My gift I bestow upon your daughter is she will always be able to tell if there's a root vegetable under her bed. Wow. That's a good one. If there's a root vegetable under her mattress, she'll always be able to tell. That's pretty cool. Does it have to be under the mattress or has maybe like she's been eating a potato or something like that? I think that I specified falls. it has to be under the mattress. Yeah. Did I not just say Wait, that? No, the first time you said it, you said just under the bed, which could mean like a crumb that falls under the bed. Mm, I see. You know what? We'll widen it out. Sure. <laughs> What do we think? What do you think of the gift, Scott? Uh, I think a, it could come in hand. It's pretty powerful. Wow, that's, yeah. I mean, it's like the princess in the pea kind of situation, you know? <laughs> yeah, except anyone could feel a rutabaga underneath a mattress. Like, that would hurt. I, get, oh, I don't know if you get a nice, uh, wait, who's sponsoring us now? Lisa, what do we got? Uh, oh, I'm not saying any, I'm not going to mention any brands because Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Rudy's Rutabagas. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Well, well, then, a conflict of interest off. I'm seeing, perhaps. All right, that's no matter. I, I have I, more gifts. Yeah, I don't know. More gifts down the list. No I, by the way, we were just saying it sounded cool, so I don't know why you've moved on to us not wanting <laughs> we it. We like this. Well, no, no. If it's a conflict of interest, we'll move on. Okay, okay how about this gift? She'll see pretty well as long as she has a light prescription for glasses she'll be nearsighted <laughs> so she'll see pretty well as long as she's got a tiny right. little pair of glasses so well she'll have glasses i mean that with, with everything that you as a parent you worry about like oh my god or you know can they develop something that's what horrible ha- thing you, could yeah happen. exactly you know you know maybe a sharp stick in the eye but, or something like that this actually sounds pretty like it's hedging a bet. Maybe. Oh, you're saying it will avoid severe blindness. Sure. 
Is yeah. that right? Or are you just saying she will be nearsighted? So uh, here's the thing. I give the gift in the moment. And then what the universe does with that gift is what the universe does with that gift. How about this? I, how about I just I lay out five gifts and you can pick your Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. How about good, that? Yeah. Can okay. I g- get in on this action or oh, is this please. all for Scott? We'll, we'll, let, uh, we'll let people pick what gifts they want for their children. Oh, wait. So this okay? is sort of like a white elephant kind of thing where like we need to pick them. And then well, it started out with, can someone steal them, them away? <laughs> you seemed a little ungrateful. So I'm opening it up I'm to I'm not ungrateful. I, I really no, appreciate it. These are great gifts. You're afflicting his child with nearsightedness. Do you That's do this a... with all babies, by the way, or is me? it just me? There's a list. Can I be honest with you? My sisters get the good babies. I'm not saying your baby's not a good baby, <laughs> oh, wow. but I got the podcasts. I you got the podcast, yeah. Nepo, Nepo podcast babies? Oh, so they, I, do, they do film and TV. They the, do, pink and white. Okay. the pink sister does TV. The okay. blue sister does film. I sort of do podcasts and uh, social oh, media. What if, what, if it's a couple, what if it's a couple who's a TV star and a movie star who have gotten together? I'm trying to think of an example. Well, they get two gifts. Oh, okay. I, I gotta say, I think podcasting is like the new media. Like in terms of media, like podcasting is so It's actually better power. than it's movies better. and TV, in right? Ways, it's more better. hours it's of more quality powerful. content. I agree. Well, the thing is, there's no gatekeepers anymore. Oh, you make yeah. the content as you see it. We are the gatekeepers. Sure, the awards aren't there. <laughs> like you know, what do you get? Webbies for what? Whatever it is we do. I've maybe th- thrown away two Webbies. <laughs> Same, you but, and me both. But uh, anyway, okay, so lay out these gifts. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? I am ready. Here we go. Okay. No need to the ask gift- if I'm ready, by the way. <laughs> I am constantly ready. Okay, me too. Here we All go. Right. I'm ready. You're ready? Okay, We're ready. I am ready. <laughs> wait, 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 the- wait. Just give me, I, honestly, just one second. Center Take yourself. your time. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Whenever you sing, by the way, like you float a little bit. That is cool. Yes. Can we do that? Oh, is that one of the gifts? Do you need to sing in order to float? Well, that's sort of my gift. And so if I gave that away, then I'd be giving away the gift. Wait, who gave that that. to you? Hmm? Who gave that one to you? Oh, we can't talk about her. Can I tell you what my gift is? Please. The gift of memoir. Wow. Wow. Two, to be exact. (laughs) That's right. They're not on top of each other. They're separate. Mm -hmm. Sure. Are we ready? Okay. Here we go. Okay. The gift of which I shall tell your child is... You only need to use a GPS if it's a place they haven't been before or haven't spent much time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. One. I like that one. Yeah, because uh, I'm always law. I'm always like, how do you get to that place? Like, right, but you'll just know. You'll just unless know. it's a place you haven't been before, or haven't spent much time. Okay, okay. I like this. Yeah. Okay, ready. Brown do, hair. Do we, do, do we need to pick like when one comes up? Do we need to buzz in or anything? Like, well, how about we go through them and then we can divvy okay. them up? How about Great. that? Brown hair. Brown hair. I think I already have that. Gift. Okay, Maybe. next. Mm, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You can tell how much change is in someone's pocket. Jewish. Ooh. I already got that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Your child shall have such good taste in TV shows that she recommends TV shows to her friends and they say, okay, we'll watch, but then they forget about it. And six months later, they go, I watched this really great TV show. And she goes, that's the one I was recommending to you earlier. Mm, what's I, the, this the... is pretty good. I mean, you know, she's got friends. That's good. So many friends. You know what I mean? She's not a recluse or an outsider. So the, just so I clarify, the gift is that she's able to suggest things? She just has, has great taste. good she's taste good. in she's TV good. Okay. shows and yeah. is ahead of the curve. I yeah. got it. Always got watches it. them when they come out. Yeah. She kind of knows exactly. what's up. Yeah, yeah. Although it sounds like she doesn't have a job. She has so much time to watch TV. And her friends don't really respect her. They're like, yeah, yeah okay. I don't know. I'm not sure about this one. Right. Yeah. Okay. So oh, she watched the commercials? Hmm? Does she watch the commercials? Well, if she doesn't have a job, she probably has the Hulu version that's uh-huh. um, unsupported. Are we ready? <laughs> Here we go. Can fly, oh, okay. but yes, yes, yes. only when no one in the world is thinking about her. 
Oh, oh man, that would be depressing to know no one's thinking about you. Because also, you can start flying. You'd be flying, and all of a sudden, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" You'd know someone's thinking about yeah. you, but then you would. Cr- you yeah, would do die. they just crash to the ground once someone thinks about you? Only one way to find out. Okay, <laughs> this is no good. Because hmm. I think you'd be depressed in one hand because you're like, "Oh, I'm able to fly. Great, no one cares about me." Oh, somebody does care, but I'm dead. But I'm dead. Yeah, mm. this is no good. Want? Okay, last gift. Are you ready? Oh, okay, we got one. Really more. good and cool name for improv teams. Oh, good at creating the cool. Yes, names and everybody for goes, teams. and then you drop the name like Plat Earth, and everyone's like, "Oh, that is a cool." What was name. the one you said? <laughs> Plat Earth. Plat Earth. <laughs> what are the best names for improv teams? So, uh, Scooby Doo, uh, Plat Earth, uh, Picture Frame, Window. <laughs> oh, those are good. <laughs> Wait, is that one name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooby Doo, Plat Earth, Picture Frame, Window. God, my favorite group. I play a I card them. game called uh, Scooby Doo, Flat Earth. Picture, picture frame window. Wow. Oh, yeah. okay. That's Look actually at a that. weird coincidence. The truth is, everyone gets one card. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on a team called Fourteen Buckets. <laughs> Are you really? I didn't know you did improv. Who's I on, do. Who's on the team with you? It's just you and me, Mark Furman. <laughs> okay. And a bu- and I got a Japanese parents. I saw the set you did when Jason Manzukis did monologues, and it was beautiful. Thank you so much. Yes, we cleaned the stage. And Jason personally went around saying, "Yes, I support all of these people <laughs> yes. on stage." Um. Le- okay. So uh, let's list them. We have the flying. We have the improv. Scott. Yeah. Are my gifts bad? <sighs> Look, Tinselina. My gifts bad. They're not. I mean, they're not great. To be honest, I don't know that I want any of these. I mean, brown hair is cool, but I I we got are, it. already have it. Yeah. yeah. But what if it's just like different brown? It's a slightly different. It's a slightly shade of different brown. shade, and then you and then you, she walks her... into a room and people go, oh. Your hair. Her it hair looks is like different. It's, it's like a really nice auburn with kind of tints of red in there. It's really I don't know that I want to change it, honestly. And, and the truth is brown hair is like I mean, I have brown hair, but it's it, it's the most common color of hair in the world. Yeah. I mean it's not like it's not like Well you're that's unusual. why I thought people would so I come up with these little inside baseball here. I come up with all the gifts myself. Mm. You don't say. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where I spend a lot of time thinking about that and I thought brown hair is the most common hair color so nobody's going to be mad. I think I know what one of the gifts of your sisters is. Tell me. The gift of being able to come up with good gifts. Yeah, oh, sort of the gift yeah. You you weren't burdened with that yeah. gift, unfortunately. I don't know. Can the I improv... tell you something? Yeah, I went to school to be a dentist. <laughs> really, like that, like that elf in uh, uh, the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, or whatever. Yeah, or like my favorite movie, uh, Afterlife, with Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Two very similar movies. <laughs> Dude, I love the IP on both of those. I went to dentist school, and nobody really? took me seriously. I wanted to be a dentist for serious people, like adults. They did finance. Why wouldn't they take you seriously? Because look at me. Look at how I dress. Look at my little wings. My perfect my perfect little coiffed hair. Yeah, your button nose. My stunningly beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're floating again. I, I know. And no, nobody could take it seriously. And so now yeah. I'm stuck giving these shitty gifts. Hey, you know what? I'll take the brown hair. Do you mean it? Yeah, I think it's a no, good gift. No, you don't gift. have to. No, I think it's no, a beautiful no, gift. Honestly, I think brown it. hair is really nice. Are you sure? No, I'll take it. I, and 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 I want to thank you for bestowing it upon my daughter who already had brown hair. Yeah. You're I think, welcome. Is that cool I with guess, you, Scott? Uh, yeah, it's fine. I guess I'll take the improv thing, although I don't want the, her hanging around improv. <laughs> that would be amazing. Especially the teachers. <laughs> I only get paid if people accept gifts, so I really appreciate uh, it. What, what were the other ones? Uh... <laughs> 
I don't mean for you to remember all these <laughs> shitty gifts that you've already the, thought of. Vegetable but... under the bed, GPS. I'll take that one. Did really? you, you'll there take go. the GPS? Or oh, the... do you mean it? I'll take... Do you mean it, Pine Star Lady? I do. I'll take the vegetable under the bed. Oh, I'll take the GPS then. Okay, that's, that's actually you. not bad. Thank that's you. pretty, actually, you're right. That's the best. Well, I mean, brown hair, I think, is really cool, but but being able to not need GPS generally, yeah. is, that's a pretty good gift. Although sometimes I'll know exactly where I'm going. I flick on the GPS just to see what the ETA is. You know what I mean? I do that as well. I do yeah. that as well. Let me ask you something, Tinselina. <laughs> Please. Do do you want to give better gifts? Me? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to try. I don't think anybody wants to be bad at what they want to. Here. What they're doing in life. Drink some of this. What is this? Take I, a capful. If I had to guess, it's probably pine salt. <laughs> I, that seems so like out of left field, Scott. There's no way that it's pine salt. Is it pine salt? Is it actually pine salt, or are you? After she drinks it, I'll take it. <laughs> Well, you right. may as well drink it. What's the spend? Can, can anything hurt you, by the way? Or you, or... I drank it already. It doesn't, okay. it doesn't matter. All right. I got a little secret for you. That was extra strength pine salt. Oh, extra strength. 40% more. Do you have CTE Str- anymore? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking much clearer. <laughs> okay, this is a start. Cognitive tinselina. I don't know if you knew this. I was on... <laughs> I was on the UPenn rugby team. Oh, oh my okay. God. <laughs> UPenn, the Quakers. Yes. <laughs> the Quakers. Are, now, are you able to think of a gift? Yes. Okay, what's what's the first, just first thought, best thought, what's the first gift you can think of? Um, um, uh, okay, first gift I can think of. Ready? Three, two, one. <sighs> microphone. A microphone. A wow. microphone. You're, okay. Speaking louder. A loud voice. Hold on, a hold on. A very loud just, voice just, for a tiny, tiny little baby. You're usual suspecting it right now. You're looking at the microphone. <laughs> the loudest just, voice. Close your eyes. Don't look at anything baby. in the room. <laughs> okay. What's the first gift you can think dark. of? Dark. So dark. Okay, no. I think I, I think the pine salt has made it worse, pine salt lady. It does not feel like the healing elixir that you promised it was, that's pine, the salt lady. pine salt lady. <laughs> what, what, no, what so wait, that's a bad thing? You're able to Kaiser Soul say everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I I think you should go back to dentistry school. I do too. Did you ever become a DDS? Did I? Yes. I tried. I tried my best. Wait, did you try? <laughs> did you do it or not? Yes. You can't say I yes. Tried. And then I tried. There is no try, only do. That is the power of pine I thought it was. That's right. Yeah, so that I had was a beautiful. Feeling. Listen, family obligation is hard, as you know. You have children. Sure. It's difficult. There's just things that you have to do. And my sisters already are busy with film and television. There's sort of a renaissance happening in both of those, especially with the advent of streaming. So they needed somebody to take over. Although As budgets said, are going podcast, down and yes. uh, they're not picking a lot of pitches these days. Oh, well, we don't need to get Does that into mean the, the landscape is bad. And that's why I say podcasting is the future sure, of media. You can do anything or pinecasting. <laughs> it's where you take two capsules of pies and pour them in your ears. <laughs> what happens? You get the power. <laughs> the power of Pintel? Yes, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've, what were we talking about, you and I? <laughs> <laughs> A wonderful question. What was the question again? Oh, oh, no, oh my gosh, she's floating. Look, don't float away. Oh, man. Oh, I wouldn't. I couldn't. I can't go that far. That's my gift. Really? I can float, but not that far. Oh, that's a really? great. Did you give yourself that gift? By yes. Chance? Okay. Are you just like right. flying waist level like a dragonfly? I can float a little bit, but not too far. Oh man. Yeah. So what are you saying? I could just come up with better gifts for myself and people, or go back to dentistry. Yeah. <laughs> or neither. Yeah. Or neither. You know I mean, what, I mean? what am I supposed to do then? Well, are you look? Are you? Do you have generational wealth? Do you have to do anything? I'm very rich. <laughs> well, oh, then just 
Jill. That sounds cool. Well, all right. I'll buy the house. How much, Scott? <laughs> Wait, you're not, I'm not saying like... You... I'll take it. How much, no, no, Scott? No, no, this house is not for sale. Wait, how much do you have? Me? Yeah, how much do you want to spend? Six gifts. Oh, okay. I don't want any gifts. No, I'm want rich in gifts, Scott. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Then you need to go back to dentistry then. <laughs> I have an offer on your house. Oh, really? What do you got? I will give your daughter brown hair five times. <laughs> So no. really, it'll Five be really brown. brown. Hair, Scott. It's going to be Five like super brown. All right, we have a deal. Oh, amazing! <laughs> I have a new house. Okay, pine saw lady. I thought of a gift for your children. The buckets. Oh, yes. When they drink liquids, they will not um, taste any kind of liquid, so it'll feel more like a solid in their mouth as opposed uh, to a liquid. Wait a minute. Wait, they they can't taste the taste of the liquid or <laughs> liquids will turns, feel like solids. Liquids will feel. You so got to chew liquid. Like so like when water. you're drinking a beer, thick it's like water. drinking a beer sickle. <laughs> yes. Wait, thick water. That's thick a great water. name for thick an improv water. troupe. Thick water. Oh my Thick god, water. did you give him that gift? <laughs> I snuck it in your pocket. What can I say? <laughs> well, thank you. Thick, Thick with two feet. With two feet? <laughs> with two feet. I started lifting. Wait a minute, did you give me the gift of lifting? <laughs> I did. I just thought it'd be funny. I don't want to lift. Because then your daughter will feel confident and like have okay, uh, shifted uh, a power dynamic. But I have to do a podcast. I can't even say podcast. Guess you'll say have to pine do film. Pine, <laughs> is a pine cast. It's even worse. Say subculture vulture. Hey, Tony Montana. <laughs> okay, I can say good. that. Okay. All right, guys. Look, we're running out of time. We only have time for one final feature on just so, and that is a little something called, I can't even say it. This is a little something called plugs. I got a new book out, got a TV show, oh. and this is when I'm allowed to let you know. Oh, no. The only hole we're filling is in your imagination. All right, that was Never Gonna Give You Plugs by Nickel Festival. Thank you to Nickel Festival. And um, guys, what are we plugging? Most obviously the subculture vulture. God, fucking damn it. I can't even say it. Subculture vulture. Memoir in 16. Available now. Any any different way you want. Audiobook. In real book. I'm also going around. Did you read the audiobook or did I you do, get someone else to do it? I read the audiobook with the exception of uh, two lines. Two, who did the two? Or is that a surprise for when people It's a hear? bit of a surprise. Oh, wow. Is it the last two lines or the first two lines? No, it's in the middle it's in the middle yeah did you get barack obama no i listen the story is i i don't want to tell the story okay don't it's, tell the story but it's in there oh man now i wanted to read you want me it. To tell you the story uh off, off oh, yeah mic. all right off yeah. mic we'll tell the all story right, but i i'm also doing stand-up i'm on tour with the book i'll be in dc i'll be in san francisco this weekend but it's sold out so you can't come but february 6th uh i will be in dc and new york the next night on the 7th uh with the book and i'll be in portland on the 16th and then i'm going to chicago brooklyn and i'm in la for the netflix is a joke festival in may just go to moshakasher.com you can get all those tickets oh i'm going to madison and tacoma too just go to moshakasher.com all right that sounds so good um a pine fall lady what do you want to plug Ooh. I'm so glad you asked. First of all, I'd love to plug Pine Salt. Okay. Go into your stores and it'll get your any whole house stores? clean. Yep. Any store you want to go like into. Like liquor stores? Down, go in, into the liquor down store. in Compton? They do have. Yes. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Korean owned liquor stores in, Only? in South Central Only Los Angeles. Korean, no, they do have Pine Salt. They're loyal. I'd also like to plug a nice claymation show on Peacock called In the Know. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I have some uh, cookies, by the way. Did you in see those cookies? cookies? I did see those cookies. You want to take the one uh, that sort of looks like you? No, I want you to I want you to keep it. You, you want me to eat uh, that person's face? <laughs> yep, eat his face. 
I saved it for you for like a week now. <laughs> no. I yes. have my hand raised. I forgot something very important to plug. Oh, wait, uh, a Pythol Lady, these are your plugs. Do you mind please feeding one of your plugs over here to take both a of? plug with the power of pine salt? The power of pine salt. I the power of pine salt compels you. Take a plug. <laughs> I would be remiss not to mention my podcast that I co-host with my lovely wife Natasha Legero. The Endless Honeymoon Podcast, where we uh, do relationship advice, and we have people's deep, dark secrets that they leave us, and it's very funny, and we would love for you to listen. All right. Wonderful. So you've been on this show before, and so you've plugged it. <laughs> All right. I uh, have more. Uh, Pinethole, you're back. Yes. I also love this basketball podcast on Patreon called really? The Flagrant Ones. This is The Flagrant Ones? Yes. It's hosted by Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements and Did Carl Did they ever Tarn. drop the act? I still don't know. <laughs> and... Uh, also, there is a new football podcast on the HeadGum Network what? called Foosballs, hosted by Carl Tart, Greg Gallant, and Ryan Meharry. Wow. What do they talk about? Football. Just in time for football to not Just be around anymore. football not be around. So it's going to be a lot of dates for the whole offseason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Tinselina, the Green Fairy, what do you want to plug? Okay, so here's the plan. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you think I should go back into dentistry, leave a couple of teeth under your pillow. I'll go and I'll collect them. And that'll count as a vote towards going back to dentistry. And if you don't want me to do that, then I'll put a little a little hope and a wish in your child's pocket. And that'll also be a little gift. Those are great plugs. Oh, yeah, it's a good plug, I guess. Why, why not just put like a, a quarter or something in the pillow? Oh, I thought of something else. What, what's that? Dropout.tv. You could watch that as well. <laughs> Just watch anything on it? All of it. <laughs> okay. Start back from the beginning with the old college humor sketches. Okay, and once you got know, all the way through the discography. I don't have that kind of time. Oh. <laughs> Can I just watch something specific? I'd like to plug Tubi. <laughs> okay, sir, why not? Just Tubi. That's good. Sir. Are you feeling like you don't have enough time, Scott? Uh, I'm going to yeah. put a little gift in your pocket. Okay, I don't. I, I really want to sleep. I like sleeping. Well. <laughs> I don't oops. like the lifting. Too late. No take back. Keep no putting, take back. Keep put, okay, yeah. You need to take back the lifting. I wish I could. Oh, God. God. Um. Oh. Okay. What do I want to plug? I want to plug. Hey, comedy back. God damn. Now it started affecting other <laughs> consonants. Did you um, open that little wish in your pocket? See oh what I no. put in there. I can't say comedy back back anymore. Wait, I'm doing it again. Maybe just put a tooth under a pillow tonight. Oh my god. Okay. Comedy back back action figures are available now. Uh, the Scott Ackerman and J.W. Stillwater ones. You can order those now. We're we're uh, releasing them two at a time. Um, and, uh, JW Stillwater comes with a cloth cape. Um, go over to shop at, no, shop.figurecollections.com. Uh, that's free shipping with U.S. address. And then if you're out of, uh, if you're in Europe, go to, uh, actionfigureseller.com. Um, and, uh, though they're really cool figures and I've, th I've seen the ones that we're doing in the future. They're really cool. So, uh, and, uh, sales have been really good. So they might be running out of those. Also, you mentioned Netflix is a, is a, is a joke. I did. Um, we're going to be there May 7th, I think, uh, in LA. Uh, there's literally, I think only 20 tickets available. So, uh, head over to, to, uh, Netflix, Netflix, what, what is it? <laughs> Netflix, Netflix is a joke. Yeah. Did <laughs> yeah. they put you in a 20 seat theater? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's such a small, intimate, intimate. The show. Elephant Theater at the Broadwater. Yeah. So tiny. <laughs> All right, let's close up the old plug bag. Here we go. Solo. 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 And open up. Oh, 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 oh,
All right, that was Little Baby Plugs by Must Be a Mistake. Thank you so much. And guys, I want to thank you so much for uh, the so, uh, Moshe. Yeah. So good to have you on. So good to be here. Can't wait to, wait, did you get it too? I'm just supporting you. Are you making you. fun of me? No, I'm supporting you. Fuck you. You know how people, no lisp on friend, that, fuck you. When their kids get, can- when their friends get cancer, they'll shave their head too. Uh-huh. I'm doing that with you in Thanks, solidarity. Buddy. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Um, and uh, everyone go out and read his book. And uh, Pine Soul Lady, so great to have you on. That's the power of Pine Soul. <laughs> okay, you're making fun of me too now. <laughs> I am, you goose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And look, Tinseline, I'm begging you. I can't do another show like this. Please take it back. Okay. I'll take brown hair back from you so you don't even have to worry about that <laughs> no, anymore. No, no, take, the, take the lifting back. Oh, no, oh, she's gone. gone. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I guess I have this forever now. Uh, we'll see you next week on the 850th episode. Did I have to do this during it? Oh, no. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> At Delta, we know Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.